Okay, okay. Yo, 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 we're back. It's the Great Debate Show. Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith, and uh, we're back in here for a wrestling episode. Minus Nick Ely. We got plenty of news. We're going to try to get this done as quickly as we can, but there's so much to cover. First, SummerSlam. Uh, the SummerSlam backlash to Monday Night Raw. Rumors of Sasha Banks and Naomi being back in WWE. How surprisingly that is now that Vince McMahon is retired. Triple H is tucking over. We said that the last time we did wrestling, but there's so many things have happened in the background. Signs of Logan. I mean, a, a signing of Logan Paul. What we thought of Logan Paul at SummerSlam. I was impressed, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. And uh, AEW Dynamite uh, was Wednesday night. Also, we want to review that as well. So getting started first, the Great Debate Show was live at SummerSlam. Terrence. Care to explain? Uh, well, you know, a lot of firsts, Jarvis. That was my my first pay per view. Um, I've been wanting to go for, go to one for a very long time, and was very uh, uh, happy to get the opportunity. But it was also the first pay per view in in the history of, of the business uh, that did not have Vince McMahon as, as, as at the helm. Uh, so it was a, definitely a different environment. You could, you could kind of feel that uh, hanging around, and and and. You know, from uh, I still haven't gone back to watch it. You know, that's the the regular version of it. The um, you know, on the app, but the uh, live man, it was quite an experience. Right. Okay. Uh, so I mean, like, what was your favorite match? Then you would say out of the whole night, if you could just you keep know, going. Yeah, surprisingly, to and very much to my surprise, um, the uh, uh, last man standing match was was it for me. I think they those two after they've had twenty matches and they're, I don't know if you saw I don't know if they showed Drew uh, McIntyre's um, promo he did was that on the app did, did you see that? Uh, I actually saw that a little bit. I seen some of that live when I was going back and forth. Uh, yeah, where well, he was like, fights. "This is this is the first match between Brock and Roman." Yeah, this is the first match in Nashville between you know they. None of those were first at all. He was, he was very, yeah. being very sarcastic. Yeah, but I'm saying it. I'm saying it to say that out of all the matches they've had, I think they finally put it together and had themselves a good match. Now they had to take some gimmicks. It took Brock and his tractor and moving the ring and uh, took you know 19 shots to the head with a title build and but they finally put together a good match, a good match that told a story as well as as it was supposed to be told. And uh, looks like both of those guys came out of the match safely. Last time that didn't happen clearly, uh, so yeah, that was to me that was the most entertaining match on the card. A very close second would have been Becky Lynch and um, and um, Bianca Belair, which they opened the show. Rocket Brock and um, Roman closed the show, so that's kind of how you want to book a show to have your best in the in the beginning and the end, and everything in the middle. You know, I, I think everything in the middle was good, not great, but the all together was a great show. Right, right. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, I, I did see it. Uh, I, this is the great debate show. Um, I don't really know how we could debate it other than just I disagree and I don't think that was a good match, but I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And that's all that matters because you were there. And, and, and we talked about how yeah, this is not looking like this is going to be a good pay-per-view for you. And, you know, you purchased the ticket already yeah. and you, you were already in. There was nothing you could do yeah. about it to get out of it. Yeah. But, but it, as I said before on this show plenty of times, they can really mess up storylines. They can they can they can just just screw up a lot of things and in, in their angles and the where they're going. But they can still find a way 
to turn a pay-per-view into a good show. You know, even yeah. if it's just for that one night and then get right back to the same boring uh, Raw, Monday Night Raws and SmackDowns. Again, I would say that the Miz versus Logan Paul match was pretty pretty, pretty good. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe went on a little too long, but it was pretty good from what I saw. It did go on long, yes. I was back and forth with, with the boxing matches and the UFC uh, fights, uh, but I did check it out for the most part. Uh, I went back and looked at some of it. Uh, Bianca, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. That was pretty good. Uh, but other than that, yeah, uh, not one of the best SummerSlams in my book. I thought that um, I thought that pay-per-view, I mean, that, that that main event was horrible. I'm sorry. I just thought it was absolutely horrible. I didn't like anything about it. Uh, and I don't like the finish. I mean, I know that's Brock Lesnar, but dang, come on, you all. Please. You don't have to have the Usos. You know, like, they were pretty much in the match. I'm like, damn, is this mm-hmm. a handicap match now? I mean, that's not the way. That you that that he beats Brock Lesnar. I mean, I don't know. I think he's beaten him before. I think he's beaten him before plenty of times or a couple of times by himself. I don't yeah, know. He beat him at Mania clean. Okay, did beat him at Mania clean. I don't know why they didn't do that this time, or at least you know, like they didn't have to just all be there and to just throw everything on the top of him to beat him. It just makes him once again look so immortal, even though he did lose. And I don't like it. You know, like at some point, let's just push him to the back and don't come back. Uh, but again, he won. We knew he would win, though. We knew he was going to defend the title against Drew McIntyre. Uh, at, yep. uh, uh, what's the name of that pay-per-view coming up in September? Clash of the Castle. Clash of the Castle. Again, though, uh, I guess I'm just all Roman and Brocked out. It was not that entertaining to me. Uh, and then it would have been it would have been a little better if they got in the ring after he flipped it up. I mean, try do something, roll off, roll out yeah, of the well, ring. Yeah, well, someone told me the next morning because you know I worked an event the next morning, and they said that the way that the ring and the and the way that they put together with all the tension, um, it probably wasn't safe for them to be in the ring, mm. and that's why you didn't see them in the ring a whole lot. The whole match actually, you didn't see them in the ring a whole lot. Oh, and the ring was set up for him to uh, flip it essentially. Okay, I got you. It makes sense. Makes sense now. But yep. uh, either way, yeah, wasn't the wasn't wasn't the best pay per views or I mean pay per views or main events and, in my book. Yeah, and I, and I will say that the, the most disappointing part of the show uh, was to me first and foremost, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles needed more time, not just a couple of run ins just to get them on the show. But mm-hmm. uh, if, if anything, if those two guys didn't have a match. Uh-huh. You could literally just come out and say, hey, we're going to put these two in a match, and it would have right. been okay. Right, right, right. Okay. Just to have those two guys run in and have a couple of seconds, uh, to me, was a disservice to both of those guys who are two of the top five workers in the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can't find you can't find me five wrestlers better than those. You're going to have a hard time finding me five better wrestlers in, in, in the company, let alone that company. Right. And, uh, and I think those two guys deserve more time. Uh, AJ deserves more time, point blank, period, but he definitely deserves more time at your second biggest show of the year. Right. That and the um, the Usos versus the um, Street Profits, to me, was kind of a letdown based on the matches they've had before that. Yeah. I thought that this was a very um, anticlimactic finish to the rivalry between those two, and quite frankly, I thought the Street Profits should have won. Well, uh, but yeah. now with I, I can understand you want to keep the gold on on the bloodline. I totally get that, but I just I just think it deserved a better a better ending. Hey, and that's the thing that I hate about doing these rematches too much. They get carried yeah. away with that. Yep, and, and it's, it's hard to top it. It's, it's hard to constantly top what you did before that. You hardly ever can. 
you hardly ever yep. can. How many times have we looked at a movie and said, you know what, two and three was okay, but it wasn't better than one. It wasn't better yep. than the first one. I mean, you know, like some people may think Friday after next or next Friday is better than the original Friday, but not many. Friday and is the, the people that say that, I don't respect them. Ah, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to... It's hard to say that. I just can't see it. You know, um, I'm trying to think of anything else that, okay, Undisputed, um, that they had a few, they had a few good movies out there. I, well, the first one was good. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, uh, but, well, actually, you know what? I take that back. The second Undisputed, actually, which which is very rare, was actually probably better than the first one. But other than that. Well, I was, I, I mean, there are a few sequels out there that's better than the original, but it's, it's few and far between. Yeah, there you go. Few and far in between. And so I, I would say that, look, I remember Money in the Bank, Cena Punk, the whole story, the, the, everything was good about it. It was great. And they put out a good, and it was a little long, but they put up a very good match. So it kept me mm-hmm. in it the whole time, the entire time. Cena Punk, the way it ended, good finish. Cena Punk wins the belt. He's leaving. <laughs> I'm gone. You know, like, I'm about to be a free agent. Contract's about to expire, and I got the belt, and I'm leaving the arena. That yeah. was good. You couldn't top that, though, at SummerSlam. It was hard for them to top that, even though Triple H was the special guest referee. They tried to throw in all the bells and whistles they could to make it better or to at least, you know, match it, but they couldn't do either, in my opinion. I think it was <clears> Kevin <throat> Nash that came out and interfered. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't. Well, I don't know if he came. I don't know if he showed up or not yet. But Triple H just missed the. He missed it. He messed up, and uh, I think I think uh, Cena either had his shoulder up or he he had a leg on a rope or something. But he wasn't really pinned fair and square. Triple H didn't see it. Punk gets the win. Back to back pay per views. Uh, and again, Cena did put Punk over there. But they didn't. They couldn't top the first one. So like, yeah, I saw. And I was watching a UFC fight then too, so I guess that was last paper, the last pay per view, the Usos and um, and um, the Street Profits. That was a great tag team match. They had a really good match at, at the one. last one, yeah. But this past year, SummerSlam, no, they couldn't top it. So again, though, in the end, they 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 go a little too far with these with these uh, pay per view rematches. But nonetheless, uh, oh, and the worst part of the night, um, it was good and bad. I guess Ronda Rousey versus uh uh Liv of uh, Liv Morgan. Am I did I say that mm. right? Yeah, versus Liv, yeah, Liv Morgan, Morgan yeah. for the women's championship. And uh it was very short, very quick. Some people thought too short. And uh I understand how they finished it to make it look like, hey, she really can't be Ronda, but you know, so I get it. And I like how Ronda snapped out and she I guess made a heel turn at the end of that match, but it was just wasn't good. It's just something that was just missing. It just wasn't happening. It just wasn't it. It didn't do it for me. Yeah, match. well, from what I was told on that one, the match before that, which that may have been the Logan Paul match, went too long, and oh, they had okay. to kind of shorten what they were supposed to do. Oh. Okay. And some and sometimes that happens a lot, and there's, there's kind of one of the forbidden things going over. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, just, it's just, you know, people, I think Jeff Harder told a story about uh, uh, them going over once on SmackDown and Vince just, just lighting into him. Mm. Uh, so you know, it's just kind of, kind of one of those things that you know you got to make some time up some kind of way. Got to do uh, something. Yeah. I, I, but I, I appreciate in a short in a short span of time what they did because I've always wanted to see Ronda be the kind of the female version of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And uh, her coming out smiling, being a baby face, hugging the kids. Nah, man, get that off my TV. Mm-hmm. Ronda ter- is terrible at that. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, what yeah. What Ronda needs to do is. 
You do you remember her fights when she would when she would enter uh, the, the the octagon and she would have this look on her face? Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. want to see that look every night. Yeah, yeah, every night. T, I don't know why they didn't do that from the beginning. To be honest with you, I because no Vince is so hung up on big name people uh, being baby faces because he wants to sell merchandise. Man, screw merchandise. I need people to hate this person. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that'll still sell merchandise though. You know, like so. And you, and you and you're still gonna sell merchandise. Yeah. He just lost his touch. He yeah. just lost his touch, man. And that's why the morale around everybody is so much better now. Yes. You know, you can you you hear things and you just know that the people are enjoying themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Raw of the SmackDown, we we started off with Mustafa Ali getting an opportunity uh, and having a darn good triple threat match with the Miz and AJ Styles. And you know, at, at one point, at this time last year, I think Mustafa Ali was uh, was at home trying to get released, and it's just night and day differences, man. Night and day differences. Right. Yeah. Well, there it is. Vince did lose his touch, and he just so far, you know, passed his time on on what is really good wrestling these days uh, or or sports entertainment. Uh, He really doesn't see that anymore. He doesn't have that vision. He's lost it. And so that's why he's gone and immediately Triple H is trying to clean up what he's messed up. And he got out to a good start uh, right there with Ronda Rousey being the heel that she should be, that she should have been all along. Okay, so uh, anything else from SummerSlam before we get into Raw? Uh, n- nothing that I can think of. I mean, I did get to catch up with Virgil. I was telling you about that. It was cool to see Virgil. He was just, man, just chilling like, you know, like nobody would know who he is. And I looked over there. I was like, oh, crap, it's Virgil. Yeah. And uh, my guy wanted to try to go up and get a picture with him. And I was like, hey, man, I'm pretty sure he's trying to not draw attention to himself. But yeah. he had on an NWO shirt. So, man, uh. <laughs> but he did come over and talk to me. We did, you know, have a good exchange. He was he was super cool. Um. But man, just a good event. I was I was very happy about it. Um, that's what's up. Yeah, so we're we're gonna try this again soon. We're gonna aim for day one. The goal is day one. That's that's the goal. So he was actually Vincent then, if he had the NWO showdown, right? He was Vincent, right, right, right. He was Vincent. <laughs> oh man, good I old... kept trying to think of what his what his NWO name was. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah, it is. Yeah, it was Vincent. So good old Vincent or Virgil, you got to meet him. You got to talk to him. That's good stuff, T. Um, okay, so SummerSlam was in Nashville, Tennessee, in case you all didn't know. And that's just a hop, skip, and a mile away from uh, our area. And so Terrence had to be there. And uh, I'm, waiting, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting on AEW to come back to North Mississippi or Memphis. They haven't done it yeah. since the beginning. Don't know if they will do it again. I think the tickets was, you know, like the ticket sales didn't do good. Uh, it, it wasn't that live, you know. So I understand. But at some point, you know. Come back. They're, they go to a lot of the same cities a lot now. They're starting to pick up in some cities that they haven't been to, uh, finally. And I know the pandemic messed a lot of things up. But, uh, hey, the WWE will always be around everywhere. And Terrence mm-hmm. got to catch it this time. So, uh, glad you had fun and I'm glad you enjoyed. Now, 48 hours later from a Saturday night SummerSlam pay-per-view to Monday Night Raw, uh, anything that you want to touch on that they did good at or not so good at, you know, to to follow up from that from that pay per view, Edge came back uh, on SummerSlam. Forgot to mention that. Uh, yeah, they, they just really really held that as long as they could because he didn't show up on that Monday Night Raw. We thought he would last week. He came back at SummerSlam and then he showed up on Monday Night Raw. Now he's officially back and Rated R Superstar is all that's all back. Even though he had a different entrance at SummerSlam, 
uh, if you would care to just speak on Edge and his wh wh where they're going with him versus the Judgment Day. Of course, he's gotten the fans back. He's getting the pop again, and um, and everything else that went on on Raw. You know, I I do appreciate them making the Edge versus what he created cool, but I still would have liked to have seen a little bit more of Dark Edge. You know. Yeah. Like, I feel like they had something there. It's always something when he kind of he kind of um, turns back the hands of time and goes to that kind of that brood character. And I don't see why they, they don't do more of that. And maybe, they will, maybe they'll set up for that dark, broody age versus, like, Demon Balor or something like that. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of possibilities that they can do. Uh, but it was good to see him come back at SummerSlam. His interest was, was, was a very, very nice interest. I just wish they would do more of that. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's exact, That's exactly what I thought I was going to see on Monday night. And then I heard You Think You Know Me. And I heard the rock music, Alter Bridge. And I'm like, okay, I guess enough yeah. of that. That's probably just Triple H just saying, man, let's just get back to the basics right now. We'll, at some point, maybe down the road, you know, get creative or different or extra with that. But right now, yeah. let's just let's just get back to it. And right, I, me, honestly, I think it makes sense to just – you know, uh, stop that for a second just because you're going up against another dark or whatever you want to call uh, yeah, the Judgment yeah. Day. So and, and handle them first as the rated R superstar. And then maybe at some point down the line, yeah, you can get back to it or whenever you decide yeah. to flip and go heel again. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing a, I don't know, I I know things get old, but uh, another Randy Orton versus Edge. Um you know, maybe we can see another one of those rivalries, and this time, this is when Randy Orton can actually go babyface, and that's when Edge mm -hmm. can go dark. You know, he can get back heel and go dark. Then I don't know, just just spitballing here, but uh, I understand because of what he's up against right now, and Damian Priest and Finn Balor, and you know, these guys are just like some straight demons, and so they they have a dark side to them as well. And so right now, I think he has to probably be rated R in order to get this done. It's and maybe Eddie Guerrero. I mean, not Eddie Guerrero. Wow, why did oh. I say him? Yeah, rip to Eddie Guerrero. But um, no, uh, Rey Mysterio and his son and, and, and Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero's son Dominic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, back to that, back to that angle. Yeah, uh, that story. But yeah, maybe those will be the guys that will help Edge knock off uh, the Judgment Day. I'm not sure uh, where where all they'll go with that. But he did come to the rescue for those two on at SummerSlam. So uh, we'll see. But Edge is back, and that's good. And with Triple H, you know, being uh, ahead of things, in charge of things again, when we get Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton and some of these other people back, they definitely uh, they definitely look like they could be heading into the right direction. And uh, yeah, be, be yeah. two, million, two million views, man, after uh, the Raw after SummerSlam. That's, they haven't done that since, like, 20, I think they said 20. Uh, 18, maybe before the pandemic. I can believe it. I can believe it. Okay. That's good. That is good. I think, oh, I think the overall highest rated show since 2015 was what I read earlier. Right. Wow. Okay. And being on Peacock should help that as well, because if, even if you didn't, even if you didn't have the WWE network, or if you had it at some point and you got tired of paying the 999, Everybody pretty much has Peacock now these days, even if it's yeah. just a four ninety nine. You know, it, like it's five bucks, so people got to see it. They get to see these pay per views for five bucks, and then they can, if they want to see how it, you know, the follow up from it. Hey, 
I'm going to go ahead and tune in. And that's probably what most of that was, you know. I mean, everybody knows SummerSlam is like WrestleMania 2.0. So, I mean, they had a they had a decent outcome. And here we go. Uh, Triple H in charge. Let's see how it goes. Um, now, uh, Bianca Belair, she's still the champion. Uh, I don't know exactly what they done on Monday night. Uh, but uh, uh, Basically, her, her and uh, uh, Becky uh, embraced in the ring and, Becky's legitimately hurt with a separated shoulder. Um, oh. Bailey, who also returned us on the slam, got a very big pop. Yeah, uh, right. and, and her crew of Dakota Kai and Il Sharia, I think is what they're calling her now, mm-hmm. um, attacked Becky Lynch, and Bianca Belair came to her rescue. Basically, had to write Becky off TV, so that was you know that was a good way to do that. And they're gonna start a feud with Becky with Bianca Belair versus this. New group led by Bailey called Control. Oh, okay. Control. Gotcha. Control. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so Bailey's back. And um now she's in a group. She has a faction, control. And um, so we've got some things where Triple H is trying to say, hey, look. Um, well, uh, they've always took the women, the women wrestling serious, but yes. um, I'll give them that more so than AEW, but uh, maybe maybe they're they're going into you're about to see what Triple H has been wanting. Everything that you're about to see in the next couple of weeks, the next couple of shows, you will see that this is what Triple H has been trying to put in Vince's head to do, to do, to do, and he just will say no, no, no. And because um, I can remember for years back in the day, there was an argument about they they used to have arguments about how he wanted Brock versus Rock in another WrestleMania, and Triple H would be like, no, <laughs> it needs to be Roman. You know, like, Roman's the next guy. And he's like, no, yep. no, we're still going with Brock. And, like, you know, so, I mean, this and this is like seven years ago. You know, this yep. is like seven, eight years ago where Triple H saw that then. So, I think they're in good hands, and AEW is going to have to, you know, they're going to have to be better. They're going to have to. And this is the good thing about it now that Vince McMahon has stepped down, in my opinion. Anybody that knows wrestling should should, should agree. Now that Triple H and Stephanie and Nick Khan is in charge of creative and all of that, this is good for AEW as well, not just WWE. Absolutely. Because AEW has to get better now. And then when we get into AEW in a minute, I'll explain why AEW is going to get better. But, again, anything else with Raw, though, that we want to finish up on, Terrence? It's a three-hour show, so I'm sure you got some more. If not, not, then that's the reason why it's time Uh, for Triple H. Well, of course, I want to – uh, kind of piggyback on what I was talking about earlier with the show starting out with um, uh, Mustafa Ali getting an opportunity and also uh, Ciampa, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, which of course we're calling him by his first name, only by his last name of Ciampa now, mm-hmm. gets uh, gets a crack at Bobby Lashley. They had a series of triple threat matches and the, the winners face each other and Ciampa comes out on top. So I think next week we get a match with Ciampa and Bobby Lashley and uh, just man, guys getting opportunities. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's what it's about. Guys getting opportunities. Yep, that's it. That's what. That's the. That's and what, that's uh, and 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 oh yeah, I did want to. I did want to also mention that there was a uh, a match between Montez Ford and Seth Rollins. Now, I mentioned how mm. um, I mentioned how Seth Rollins is one of the best work, workers in the company. I don't think that's disputable with anybody. Montez Ford is. Supposed to be this now this rising star, and it looks like he's going to be a rising single star pretty soon. Uh, I gotta admit, man, that match was kind of 
it, it had all the low spots, man. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get anything from it. Well, let me say this T. Let me say this to you now, and I appreciate your honesty and not being biased here, uh, or just trying to say whatever it takes to make yourself sound right. I appreciate your honesty. Here's what I heard. As much as you may be right about Montez Ford, and as much as I've heard that they're ready to let him be the next guy up, you know, like take that leap. Hey, it's time for you to get away from this tag team. He's came out and said that that's not going to happen just yet. Not, I, I'm not, I don't think the words were not anytime soon, but he's not ready just <clears> yet to step out there by himself. He's still happy with the way he, with what he's doing and the way he's doing it. And he's not ready to leave. Is it Dominic? Dominic? Dom, uh, what, uh, uh, Angelo Dawkins. I don't know why I keep wanting to say that. Angelo Dawkins. He's not ready to leave his side yet. They're still fine with what they're doing. They've got a few more things I think that they want to accomplish before he separates. So that's what I yeah. heard. Uh, maybe he's went to everybody in Triple H as well to let them know not just yet, or maybe he knows he's not quite ready. Uh, if you could just kind of explain why you, uh, you know, the low spots and everything that you saw in that match, and maybe this would kind of well, better I, explain. I think, the, I think the main thing is that, you know, sometimes tag team wrestlers, they have to really get their – I guess ring psychology different from, you know, a singles uh, uh, competition. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like a lot of the match wasn't really what you'd expect. I think we expect a lot of high flying, a lot of um, acrobatic. And he did have some of that, but it's just like the match itself. Maybe it was just a bad night at the office for him, but the match itself just did not, it didn't hit. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really get much from it. I was kind of at a point where I was waiting on it to be over. Seth Rollins would eventually get the victory, but uh, I just I didn't I didn't get much from it. And and sometimes as as a viewer, I have to realize, hey, maybe it could be me. Right. But uh, I just you know we I think we're all at a point where we're expecting a lot from Montez Ford, and I just that match man just did not do it for me. Something was missing. Something was missing. I don't know exactly what it was. Again, it could just be a bad night at the office. It could be that Seth and and Montez. Don't do well together over a long period of time. Right. Uh, if that's the case, then go back to the drawing board if you can't have a good match with Seth Rollins. And I'm not saying it was a bad match, but it wasn't a great one, which I would expect for it to be. Okay. That's probably what he has to do. Go back to the drawing board a little bit. Maybe that's what he has to do. You can look, you can look, uh, you know what I'm saying? You, you, he has the look. We, we see that. Oh, he's got the look. He's got he's the look. That, and, he, and, but, and, I, and I want to be clear he's got the ability. Yeah, it just okay. didn't show in that match for me. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, well here we go. Uh, what else you got for Monday Night Raw? Uh, man, as far as I can remember, that's all. It, it, you know, for for the high rating it got, it wasn't it wasn't that that packed with a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mean, that's that's all that I can really remember. That just kind of just stood out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm just glad to see guys getting opportunities. Right. Uh, and again, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't done a wrestling episode since we announced Vince McMahon retiring and Triple H taking over and Brock Lesnar, which were the rumors of him leaving uh, SmackDown before it aired. That wasn't the case. He showed up right before SmackDown went off that night. Yeah. I, I think I think this is like two two SmackDowns ago. So just thought I would just mm -hmm. like we never really like it, it's not that we dropped the ball or made a mistake. This This was a lot of people that was putting these rumors out. A lot of people was tweeting this. Uh, some, yep. of the, some, some of the yep. some of the more some of the better 
resources, uh, rest, wrestling, uh, uh, who am I trying to say? Fightful. Uh, there's another one. I can't think of the name. It was some of the better resources that we, you know, get our information from at times. And, uh, yeah, they got it wrong too. But again, we apologize for that because Brock Lesnar, of course, did show up that SmackDown. Of course, he showed up, I think, again on a Raw, and he was there at SummerSlam. So uh, I'm sorry, Brock, don't beat me up. Right, there you go. That's right. Um, so anyway, Monday Night Raw, uh, SummerSlam. We just wanted to review all of that. Uh, Edge is back again. So uh, I don't think there is that much more uh, to to discuss in WWE. But moving on now to AEW. AEW had a good show last week. They've actually had a, a few good shows here lately. And as I've always said, this is what happens when some of these other people had been off the TV, out the program, when, you know, they've been injured, true enough. And uh, I'm not making fun of that at all. But, again, it, it was just better to me. And they could get more create, creative. And it's always better when they can bring the people that we feel that we don't see enough of anyway on a weekly basis. And they got to bring those people in. Now, to, now Wednesday night, this, this past Dynamite episode right here, eh, it was okay. Uh, nothing memorable to talk about. Uh, again, Max Caster, phenomenal, brilliant. Uh, the acclaim, they're over yeah. as can be now, and that's good. Finally, good to get to see them on Dynamite uh, instead of just um, you know Rampage or you know um, uh, or Elevation uh, or Dark. And you know to see them back to back weeks on Dynamite is also good as well. So with all that being said, Dynamite pretty good. It was okay. Uh, they, they the the views have actually went back up a little bit. Uh, Brian Danielson was not there uh, tonight, mm -hmm. but he was there last week. And just briefly, just want to talk about how he came back. And I don't know where they're going with this angle, with this story. Maybe with him and uh, Danny Garcia. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe they're trying to say that because um, I think he's cleared now. He wouldn't have came back if he wasn't cleared. I would think. Right. But. Uh, right. They're, they try to make it seem like he came back too early. You heard the commentary saying it as well last week, and he actually lost. He put Garcia over, and it seems like they're trying to say, hey, your head's not not straight. I'm going to smash it if you keep coming back. Danny Garcia cut another good promo in the back quickly, but pretty good in the back where he said, I just got his number. If you come back, I'm going to take you out again. So basically, this is I get this is I get I guess this is where they're going with it. But Brian Danielson, uh, hopefully he really is okay, and this is just a work, and uh, they've got something going with those two. Now the only thing I don't like about that is we still got JAS and the Blackpool Combat Club still beefing, and like Jericho said, Eddie Kingston said that this was the end, and it's not. It looks like Eddie Kingston is calling out Sammy Guevara for an all-out match, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. But anyway, Jericho uh, had a had a had a match, and Terrence, I know you want to say a few things, and it didn't make it didn't make any sense to me with the booking. Well, let's get to that a little bit later because it was the main event. But uh, anyway, Dynamite it was okay. Started out the show with Orange Cassidy and Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal finally getting some TV time on yeah. uh, on Dynamite, and he's and he's so good. He is, and a lot of people yeah. I see on Twitter and you know YouTube, and why do I read the comments? The first few comments, I have no idea. I'll learn to stop doing that 
but they just don't like him. And it's like, ugh, just so trash, or he's not a star, he's not that. It's funny how when I read these things about people like Jay Lethal and Scorpio Sky, you know, they're always, they're, it's always a different hue um, when I'm here, when I'm with the people that they're saying that they dislike. Yeah. Or, or there's no hue at all. Oh, there's no hue at all. But then again, you know, but they but they have no problem with, you know, watching Wardlow just uh, powerbomb, you know. And, and I'm not taking anything away from him because I like him. He's cool. But, I mean, it's not like he's putting on good matches every night. Uh, no. And once again, Tony Khan dropping the ball. He's a TNT champion now. He has not had one match, I don't believe, since he's won that damn belt. Uh, he's came out a few times and made, a, made some appearances. And tonight was that appearance where he shows up to save uh, Orange Cassidy because um, – you know, Jay Lethal cut a promo after he beat Orange Cassidy. Surprisingly, he won. They got that right. And uh, he said he was about to snap his leg. You know, he was about to put the figure four on him again. And that's when Warlow came out to save the day. Now they're going to fight. They're going to have a match, I believe, on Rampage. Or no, fight at the Champions. Uh, I mean, fight. Uh, damn, what's it called again? Fight night. Fight night. At quick, the quick, quick at the lake. Well, no, that's Wednesday. That's next Wednesday. But okay. they got the Night of Champions fight. Uh, something. Saturday, Saturday the night. Saturday, the Saturday. Right. The Saturday, Saturday fight night or something? Something like that. I don't know why I'm having a heart. It is late, and this is our Thursday episode that we're recording, <laughs> and maybe I just need some Zs, man. But, yeah, it's Friday night, Saturday night. They're back with that again. Uh, the titles never really change, um, but it has before, and it was Scorpio Sky who changed titles, which I did not like. And, um, hey, you know what? The way I see it, he lost. He changed. He lost the title to Sammy Guevara before he got it back from him. So I just, hey, Wardlow, you can lose the TNT title and get it back in a few weeks as well. How about that? I'm sure it won't happen, but yeah, just just putting it out there though. Um, there's a few nights. Uh, there's a fight, man. Fight, man. It's something of the Battle of the Belts. That's it. That's Saturday night Battle of the Belts. I don't think it'll be live, but Rampage will be live. Anyway, continuing on with Dynamite, Terrence. After the whole Wartlow and Jay Lethal incident, Jay Lethal is good, though. Glad you pointed that out. He really is. Uh, we had um, Thunderstorm. They had a match against uh, uh, Jamie Hayter and Dr. Britt Baker. Dr. Britt Baker and uh, Jamie Hayter won. Jamie Hayter actually got the pin on the champion. Clean. Clean on Thunder Rosa. Uh, if I wasn't mistaken, I was right because you, you said I, it immediately. So I was right. I, 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 think, she, I, think, she beat, I think she pinned Tony Storm, though. Oh, it was Tony Storm she pinned. Okay, I think so. I think she, I think she hit her with a lariat or something and pinned her. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, that I mean that 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 makes sense then. Uh, under understand understandable. Uh, I, I'm forgetting about Moxley who cut a promo. Uh, really wasn't about anything. Talking about, of course, Jericho and Will or Yuta. Um, before I get back to the Thunderstorm near win. I mean Thunderstorm lost. And you're right, it was Tony Storm that got pinned by Jamie Hader. Don't know where they're going with that. Uh. Are you tired of the Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa rivalry, or do you think it I is? Am. Yeah, because Thunder Rosa actually said <laughs> that they those two were Stone Cold and The Rock, and even Britt Baker said that's not that couldn't be the furthest from the truth. And she's not Stone Cold or The Rock. Maybe me, but not you. You know, Britt Baker just so good at talking. Shit, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and and so she was saying that, and um, they were in San Diego. Her CM Punk. Jay Cargill and Darby Allen, and it was a pretty good uh, interview uh, slash podcast for some show. I can't think of the name, but they did good. And she was just stating the obvious that no, we're not them, and she definitely will never be any of them. And it was her way of still being in character as the heel 
slash I don't know what you want to call Britt Baker because she's a mm-hmm. heel, but they still love her. So uh, anyway, okay. they did win. So I don't know where they're going with that next. Maybe tag team champions. I think instead of trios, trio titles, they need to be making tag team titles for the women's division. That's what they need yeah. to be doing because they're actually putting together some pretty good tag teams now in the women's division. I just wonder where the hell is Hakari Shida. I haven't seen her in quite some time. Again, she came back, had an, had an episode on Dark, I mean a match on Dark, and then she disappeared. All right, Terrence, let's get to the part to where we were talking on the phone earlier when we were podcasting the sports episode about, um, well, this is all sports to me, um, mm-hmm. but when we talked about the, the, the Deshaun Watson stuff, you were telling me as we were about to start podcasting that episode that you wish you had your TV on mute when Adam Cole was talking. Um, and, and, and and I didn't even catch who it was when I heard it in the background and then I was like oh I see what he means he was cutting a promo with the Young Bucks and his crew what are they called again um, before uh, we say what happened Super Click the Super Click but not just the Super Click I think it's Undis- like Undisputed Elite Undisputed Elite there you go and so they come out and they're talking and then all of a sudden Adam Cole who 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 said he's still not clear yet he he decided to he decided to say that hey, uh, Nick Matt, you guys are not going to be able to compete in, is it a tournament or something that's coming up? Another tournament? I think or something? so. A trios tournament. Tri- the trios tournament. That's right. And uh, and 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 that's how we know Kenny Omega is on his way back, ladies and gentlemen, because Tony Khan has said for months that he wasn't doing a trios title until t- Kenny Omega would return. He's coming back, uh, and we can't wait to see him. And hopefully, Don Callis is right by his side. But this is something that they've stirred the pot at that makes me think that maybe he's not coming back. Maybe something has happened and he's had another setback because the rumors where it was going to be Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus um, uh, who was it supposed to be? Oh, who was it supposed to be? It was not. Uh, it definitely wasn't Adam Cole and 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 his guys. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be uh, Adam Page and. Uh, Maybe the Dark Order, some of the Dark Order, mm-hmm. or Adam Page and somebody. But anyway, Adam Cole, he has his guys attack the Young Bucks. And um, and then a super kick right to the face of Nick Jackson. And um, t- that's it. So basically, it looks like we got in the trios tournament, when Adam Cole is cleared, I guess, him and his guys, uh, Bobby Fish and... Um, uh, again, I don't like these guys. I don't care for them. So I forget the I forget the other guy's name, and against you know the young bucks and Hangman Adam Page, I guess because Hangman Adam Page made the save. Terrence, will you tell me about this segment and what you liked or disliked about it, and where they're going with it? How you feel about it? I I, I didn't care for it honestly, and 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 maybe it's just me, man. I got to lighten up on these guys, but I saw four guys in the ring. Was it four? Five guys in the ring. And they, to me, they're all the same doggone wrestler, skinny guys that do super kicks. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I was glad to see that the the undisputed elite is finally over. Uh huh. But that, but that's all I got out of it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. I cannot think of that guy's name for nothing, man. I know, I, I know Bobby Fish, but the beard, the red beard, guy. I, I can't think of. I can't think of his name for nothing. But yeah, yeah hit me in a second. Yeah, but so they turn and Hangman Adam Page saves the day, and uh, he gets a square, a firm handshake from 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 the from the Bucks, and there we are. That's how that segment ended. Hangman and the Bucks reuniting. Uh, it feels like 2019 all over again. Uh, and 
and and now here we go, Adam Cole and his guys, his clique. You know, I'm pretty sure that's setting up for the trios. Then we had yep. a uh, we had a, a promo, like I said, of, that was about nothing with uh, the interim AEW champion. Even though he doesn't like for us to say interim, that's John Moxley. And then they showed a clip from earlier in the day where Tony Schiavone was trying to get a word in with uh, Christian. And as he was talking, yeah. he had to jump out of the way because a crazy uh, Jungle Boy was coming in doing 100, 100 miles an hour into the back. And, uh, of course, uh, security got him before he could get his hands on Christian Cage. But uh, this is probably one of the best stories that's going on right now. Yeah, uh, I, I do I do like that story. Yeah, to help us forget about MJF, wherever the hell he is these days. Oh, my goodness. This is the best thing that they've got going, in my opinion. And uh, so that's what they had to let you know and remind us that Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage was coming up later on in the show. Then that's when Thunderstorm went against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. And, of course, we said Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker got the win. And Jamie Hayter got the pin. So um, um, another another good match. Well, it was a decent match. And uh, then we had a, 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 a promo, a quick promo on the back from Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston wearing a DMX shirt for maybe the 100th time uh, that I've seen <laughs> on AEW, but I, I have no problem with it because I see, I see he was a huge fan of DMX just like I was, um, apparently. So he talks about Sammy Guevara and his fiance Ty Conti. They're in Paris, and they're just, you know, just – his vlog is doing pretty good too because they always make sure that they, they, they take a crap on it. Because they think he just does it too much, but it's because it's actually doing pretty good uh, yeah. uh, in the real world. But uh, so yeah, Eddie Kingston just pretty much says, "I don't care about any of that. I want to fight you when you get back. I want to fight you. I want to fight you at a pay per view." And um, and that was pretty much it for that. Then Hobbs comes out, and he has a very quick squash match against I don't even know who, and uh, whoever the jobber is, uh, he put him over real quick, and Hobbs gets the victory. And then Ricky Stark shows up, and Ricky Starks comes in and gets him a few licks in. But again, you know, he's power slammed by Hobbs, and Hobbs is just like, man, get that stuff up out of here. Get that weak stuff out of here. And then he gets out of the ring, and, you know, he's the man. Taz also let it be known before that Hobbs match that he didn't mm-hmm. agree with Ricky Starks putting the belt on the line twice, losing it to his son Hook. He doesn't agree with, uh, you know, Hobbs turning on Starks, and it's just too much stuff going on with those guys. And he officially stated the obvious, but he did say it right in the camera at the desk. Team Taz is officially done. <laughs> so, uh, and now here we go. He said he wished everybody well, but he is done uh, with, with, with with Team Taz. Yeah, so, and, I, and I just got to say on that, man, that's how a faction is supposed to work. Okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Literally everybody got over in that faction. Yeah. And that doesn't happen a lot. Usually somebody comes out of it looking pretty terrible. But, I mean, Hook was already super over. Now he's the FTW champion. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs is um, Hobbs is looking better than ever. He's, he's, and the boy's gotten lean now. And he's still powerhouse Hobbs, but he's, oh, yeah. he's super lean and he's super mean. And, yes, sir. And, I mean, abs- absolute Ricky Starks is like he's on his way to being a, a superstar in the business. So yeah. everybody got over on that. You're right. I can't. I, I I couldn't agree with you more. And 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 this is what makes it even better. T. I'll give you one even better than that. Not only did everybody get over and and came out successful in that faction, they still didn't get all the TV time that they really couldn't have gotten. You know, like 
considering the amount of TV time they got, they still managed to end this just perfect. And, uh, yeah. yeah, they did good with this one. This is one where they definitely did good. And so, uh, again, it always feels good to not criticize AEW because I know uh, listeners think that that's all I do sometimes. But I'm doing it because I really do like AEW and I want them to be successful. Uh, but that's yeah. right, T. Couldn't say it any better and well said. That's exactly what happened with that faction. Uh, the Redeemer, Miro, had another video trailer in the back. And I really don't know what he's getting at or what he's talking about. <laughs> I, just to be honest with you, I, I just I don't know where they're going with it. He's been gone for so long, and this is the best they can do with him since he's been back. I, that's confusing to me, unless they really got something that they're just slowly working into. I don't know. but Or they don't know either. Or they don't know either. But him and Malachi Black, they showed a little bit of the spray, the, 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 the black spray or whatever that is on him. And then they also show him dist- uh, doing, uh, you know, in a match against Pac. So I don't know if they're saying he's going to go for Pac or Malachi Black. Pac is not on TV anymore these days since he won the Atlantic uh, Championship, the All-Atlantic Championship. He's busy in other countries uh, uh, defending it, which I don't understand either. But, um, yeah, Miro, again, and Malachi Black, are they going to go at it or is he going to join? They're still leaving us hanging on that or wondering. Uh, so what else we got in the show? What else we got in the show? Darby Allen talks about uh, a match that he's going to have with Brody King. It's going to be a coffin match next week. The That's that's Quake at the Lake for next week uh, yeah. in Minnesota for Dynamite. We've already seen Brody King and Darby, so I don't know why they're giving us that again. Um, I, I, I mean, I understand he's been uh, ambushing or attacking uh, Darby Allen every chance he gets at some of these uh, signing book signings and and all these other things that he's at, but I just don't get it or see the purpose in it because it's just so unreal. Uh, even though Darby did lose the last time, they're probably gonna let Darby win this one because it's a coffin match, and it's like I don't know how they're gonna do it, but it's still not realistic. It's like Rey Mysterio against the Big Show in my in my book. Uh, yeah, you got anything on that? Any words on what they're doing with those two? No, I mean I guess hey, when all this fails. Uh, give it a gimmick match and hope for the best. And yeah, I, I, I just don't, I just don't think it's going to end well for Darby. I, don't, I think they have big plans for Brody. Uh, Brody King. I want to make sure I don't call the wrong name like Jim Ross did. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. You got it right. That's King. Uh, so Christian and Matt Hardy had a had a pretty decent match. It's hard to watch Matt Hardy in the ring these days. Too. It is, man. That's what I, that's what I was going to say. Man. Matt Hardy doesn't look good at all. It's, it's just about time to uh, head on to the house, Mr. Hardy. It is, and he's hanging on, waiting to see what's going to happen with his brother Jeff, and more than likely, he won't be in the AEW ring again. Uh, who knows? But if you heard him in court, and there was some video, I think there was some video records, there were, I mean, some actual recordings of him in the court pleading guilty or not, I mean, not guilty. I don't know, man. It's just... Jeff Hardy, I don't know what to say about that, but I think they were going to actually give the Hardys one last championship run, and I think he's hanging around for that, and I just can't see it. Uh, when you can't come to the ring with, with, your, with, your, with your shirt off without your shirt anymore, then that says enough for me. Uh, but, yep. but when I heard Excalibur say Jim Ross is very familiar with this rival, with this rival rivalry with, uh, what's his name, Matt Hardy and Christian Cage, and, I'm, mm-hmm. and, and then he said, 23 nearly 23 or over 23 years ago 
And I'm like, right. that's the damn problem. That's too damn long ago. They shouldn't that's still be. a long be... time ago, though. Yeah. They... Those TLC matches have been a long time ago now. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And the type of matches they were like TLC and, and God knows what else. That's the reason why. This is just way past his time. But again, hey, I understand. Put him in a match that he can win. And then Jungle Boy, come out, do your thing. I get it. Easy writing. Easy booking. But again, it's Matt Hardy and it's hard to watch at times. But again, he put Christian over. Christian still looks to be in pretty good shape. And he gets yep. the victory. And uh, I like how he changed his shirt because I haven't noticed it. You know, when he first got there to AEW. It's at work, work, everyone. Now it's work, everyone. There you go. You caught it, too. Love it. It's work, everyone now. That's right. <laughs> okay, so that match ended. Christian got the dub. Of course, uh, Matt Hardy went through a table. And uh, that's how he was able to get him back in the ring. Kill switch. Still one of the best moves in in in, in wrestling. Love it. Yeah, in wrestling history that people don't want to give it credit for. Uh, very underrated. He was about to take the chairs and smash his face in or his head or whatever his skull. Same thing he did to Jungle Boy. And that's when Jungle Boy came to the rescue. And Christian Cage again got on down. They are not letting Jungle Boy get his hands on Christian Cage until all out, more than likely. Unless they throw them in some tag or something. Uh, Luchasaurus also came out and distracted Christian, and then that's when Jungle Boy came out. Forgot to say that. T, I still think Luchasaurus is going to still have Christian's back when they fight maybe Absolutely. all out. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, I'd be surprised if he didn't. And if you're right, we definitely got to, yeah, we, we definitely got to, you know, remind the audience on how you definitely nailed that really a month ago. So Ethan Page has a promo. Any any thoughts on this segment with him and Stokely Hathaway? He ends up coming to the ring to give his card to Ethan Page. Ethan Page just lets the fans know that, hey, why am I not on TV every week? The fans started cheering. He said, why would you cheer? Why are you saying this? You're not you're not in the line to buy Ethan Page shirts on AEW shop or uh, AEW.com or whatever it is it's called. You're look. You're looking for a damn Orange Cassidy T-shirt with the thumbs up. You're looking for. <laughs> you're, you're looking for. Uh, I don't remember who else he said, but he he was right. So he's trying to get some money. He's trying to get paid. He needs to be on TV every week, and he needs to be the hot thing. And Stokely Hathaway, Terrence, is he the guy to do that? And do you like where they're going with this, or you know, like where do you see them going if you were the writer right now? What would you tell Tony Khan to do with this, if you even like what they're trying to do? Uh, my simple answer would be to put Ethan Page in the dog on the ring. We just haven't seen enough of him in the ring. Unless you're watching Dark, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not watching Dark. Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's not watching Dark. Yeah. Last year, he's come in with his, with his, you know, hey, the, the guy dresses nice. He does. Uh, he does. And that, and that's cool, but hey, man, I want to see you in the ring. That's right. That's right. And I don't think we saw saw enough of Scorpio Scott throughout that whole. Tag team they had. We no. saw some of them. Well, I don't no. think we saw enough of them. We didn't. We didn't. And we haven't saw him since he since he lost the TNT title either. Right. And so that, that, that's the answer to that, man. Put him in the ring. Yeah. So what does this mean, Terrence? What does this mean uh, about Dan Lambert? Because he hasn't been there since we've seen – we haven't seen him since Scorpio. And now he didn't show up tonight either, even though we saw Ethan Page. And Stokely is about to take him away. So does this yeah. mean this is the end of Dan Lambert or – And I hate that they are leaving us with these questions. Yeah, you're right about that. They are. Unless that's going to come out here soon. Maybe Scorpio Scott will come out and he'll say some things. And I, I've always thought that Scorpio Scott and Ethan Page would, would get into it and they would have a story and they would be going against each other in matches. And that would have been great. 
It would be. But this, hey, hey, but Jarvis, this is the exact opposite of team task. None of these guys got over. No, nah, they did. They really did. And it's the complete opposite. The faction, right. the faction did them no good. Sad to say, but it didn't. Unfortunately, no, it didn't. So backstage, we had um, JAS, some more members of JAS. Jan, uh, Anna J was leading the way in the back as she is trying to work this heel thing. I don't know how many people are buying it, but she did snap out again. She's got this choke thing that she's doing now. She's just choking everybody out. And as she's talking about, um, I don't even remember who she was talking about, to be honest with you. Maybe it was still um, Ruby Soho. But uh, she just sees a security guy or a trainer or something, somebody in the back, and she just jumped on him and just choked him out. So she's trying to go crazy. She's trying to she, – she says she's learned some things from Brody Lee. She learned some things from the Dark Order when she was there. But she's also learning things from Ty Conti. She took some advice from it, and she's just – this is kind of a dark side, I guess, of Anna Jay. And she's mm-hmm. with and she's with JAS in the back, and uh, yeah, she snaps out in a very quick segment with uh, Tony Schiavone. Do you like where they're going with Anna J? Do you think she's overdoing it? Do you think she's not ready for it, or or what? She's been around quite some time now, and finally she's getting her push. But do you? How do you feel about it? I think it's unnecessary. Unnecessary. I think that same thing I thought about Ethan Page mm-hmm. in the ring. Some of this stuff has got to be taken care of in the ring. Yeah. And instead of having your heavyweight champion in tag team matches with against an opponent she's had 20 times, uh, <laughs> having Anna Jay and, and, and Thunder Rosa feud would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's different ways to do that. But it's, to me, it's got to happen in the ring. Terrence is giving you more and more, um, you know, reasons why he's letting you know why he should be in back backstage on one of these promotions you know because i'm ready for it i'm ready for it my phone is on all day yeah i mean he can pick up the pieces i can pick up the pieces this is what we're saying and i agree with you 100 on that we never really have we're gonna have to go back to the Shawn michaels versus Bret hart we're gonna have to go back to something where we can debate because we really don't find that many debates when it comes to our wrestling shows we really just find ourselves just running the shows down and giving our reviews and giving you all the wrestling news, which we have to do. But we have to get some of these debates again. Um, but that's no debate there, T. Uh, you, you're right, and we'll see how it goes. Okay, so finishing up here quickly, the Ass Boys, I mean the Gun Club. They had, <laughs> I was waiting on this one. They had a tag team match against the Acclaim. It was a dumpster match. And, uh, a dumpster match. Yeah, uh, so I didn't really know how this was going to go. But uh, I think the best part of the show was the beginning. Uh, uh, Max Caster threw a Vince McMahon reference in there in the, in the bars. The bars yeah, are getting man, better every did. week. Yeah, the bars are getting better every week, man. Uh, your you thoughts? can't censor us. I'm not Instagram. I make your ass return like Vince McMahon. I love it. Oh, man. He got him. He got him. He got him. And the reaction from his tag team partner as well was, was, was very good. I like that yeah. as well. Uh, he was like, wow. Oh, my God. It was just jaw-dropping. <laughs> Uh, Terrence, your thoughts on that match, though, between uh, the, the Gun Club and the Acclaimed? Uh, the Acclaimed, over as can be, they get the win, uh, but how did you like the match, and uh, did they do it right? Everything that happened in it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I appreciated the match for what it was, uh, but, you know, I, I've long wanted the Acclaimed to be baby faces. I will say that the uh, the dumpster uh, getting pushed over, uh, over the, over the, you know, over the, the stage to me is, is unnecessarily dangerous. 
and and it didn't it didn't look as clean as it was supposed to, as it was supposed to be. So hopefully those guys are okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I think the top, I think the lid was actually trying to come up again. Um, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I mean, it, it, it looked like those guys could have easily have gotten hurt. It did, it did, and I hope they're okay. I I, I caught that as well. Um, I was saying to myself, no, don't do it. I just don't think you should do it because. Yeah, I thought Billy Gunn was gonna come out and like you know make them not do it or something. And yeah, no, man, I just, I just, I just think that's an unnecessary spot. Yeah, I mean, look, until they can get better production, until they can get uh, a change of scenery with their stage, the props, the way everything is set up, I don't think it's a good time for that either just yet. And they don't have the money that WWE has, and they don't have the stage and everything and the lighting. Everything is not WWE type yet. So I don't think they, they're in the right area. It's just too tight over there. And look, the thing is, they were trying, when they put the lid, when they shut the lids, both lids closed, they officially got the win. And they put the uh, the wrap or whatever uh, around, uh, you know, on the lids to shut it tight. But I don't think they got the other one on there good. And like Bowens was just kind of like, come on, let's, we got to hurt and push this thing off. And I'm like, no, you should have let Matt Caster go ahead and seal that thing, that tie yeah. wrap again. Because I didn't think he did. And he didn't. Because you could see that lid kind of coming up as they flipped it. And I'm like, man, he could have fell out. And, you know, one of them or both of them could have fell out as that lid opened. And ain't nothing but concrete right there, I believe, or at least uh, I don't know what that was down there, but they still could have got hurt a little bit. So I'm with you. I caught it, uh, and that, that probably was unnecessary, but they're trying to get these pops, and they're just trying to please. And, again, I'm not mad at them for trying to please the audience. Everybody says an AEW show, a live show, is off the chain. I haven't got to experience that yet, but I understand that's why they're doing it, because they want to give you these memorable experiences. I just think that sometimes they have to understand that one thing that Vince McMahon always knew and got right. Yeah, you're going to see Stone Cold and whoever else in a hell in a cell or whatever match, but not until the damn pay-per-view. You got to pay for that. You know, right, that's just right. it. You can't give them all the goodies on a weekly basis, you know, because it's free. That's free. In order for them to pay and spend that $49.95, TK, you got to hold some of it. Uh, that's my only knock to you on that. But, yeah, that was a good match, and they won. So, other than that, you were okay with the match, though, and the, uh, that, that finish? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. So, again, the acclaim is over as can be, and the bars are getting better every week from uh, from Max Caster. Uh, <laughs> hey, and nothing can happen by him saying Vince McMahon's name, right? They're good? Nah, nah, nah. I don't think so. Okay, okay. So, Tony uh, Carr probably wasn't happy about it, but, I, you know. Right, right. Okay. So um, we've got uh, Battle of the Bells 2 coming up Saturday. Main event, Jericho, Yuta. I don't want to spend too much time on this. We've already approached an hour. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that. Um, look, Jericho won. You told me, T, you didn't even understand it because. I just, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, and explain why real quick. I mean, I think everybody else probably knows what right. you're going to well, say. Uh, the the stipulation was if, if Will or Yuta beat Jericho, he took. Jericho's uh, uh, championship match. I'm like, why would he want Jericho's championship match when the champion is his teammate? Yeah. So it just didn't make sense to me. No, not at all. It did not. Uh, we we didn't think Yuta was going to fight him. And, you know, I'm like, well, maybe they are going to let Yuta fight him. What are they trying to say? Are they going to break him up already? Is Mox going to be on some to hell with this with this combat club? But I'm like, nah, he the one started. This. He did, it was his idea, to be honest with you. So, yeah. I, I yeah, I didn't get it at all. Jericho could have just kept his – title shot and that could have been that just another way to get a main event i believe 
And, um, you know, for Tony Khan to say that Cody Rhodes couldn't stay and help book, it seems like he's damn sure letting Jericho help book. Because uh, this can't. It does. Yeah. On a, on, a, on a hot streak, man. Yeah, man. Because this can't be Tony Khan just saying, hey, man, go get the go get that AEW belt again. And it seems like that's what they're doing. Do you think, and we got to wrap this show up. We're done, really, though. That's it. I mean, uh, what, what, what did I see? I guess I could briefly say that Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland are going to be on Friday Night Rampage uh, with a tag team match where they will be going against Moxley versus Manson. Who? I don't I don't even care about that. Oh, the debut of Madison Rain. Forgot to, forgot to mention that. Madison Rain uh, has signed with AEW. And she's going to be a coach for the women's division. And that is good. Another thing I forgot to mention on why AEW will get better, I hope, if he made the right hires. People like, um, uh, what's the guy's name who always just just lets people, he puts people over all the time. Mostly on dark, but uh, come from the Nightmare family. or used to be the Nightmare family, man. Uh, Man, I can't think of his name. His name QT. QT. Yes, thank you, T. QT Marshall uh, has now been hired or promoted to be um, something in kind of um, in creative. Uh, something in creative. Somebody else got VP promoted to VP of something. I can't think of his name, but these are some names that hardcore AEW fans uh, are familiar with, and uh, they they trust them to be able to you know put together good shows. And basically what I'm trying to say is Tony Khan has promoted these people, several people in management uh, to help him with the booking and to help him with creative. And we've talked about this on how Tony Khan cannot do all of this by himself. And but they're not, they're not EVPs though, right? No, 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 no EVPs though. No EVPs. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, not not EVPs, but uh, he, he is bringing people in or promoting people inside within to do uh, a little bit more uh, things with uh, AEW to help him out. And I like that because, again, we've said before, he can't do this all on his own. He's going to have to pump the brakes, stop, let some people, you know, uh, that know what they're doing help him out. And so that's what's going on there. He made massive changes to AEW Creative and and uh, revealed a, a, a few signings or whatever. So, basically, he's got some help, and, and that's good to know. QT Marshall and a few other names – uh, William Regal's name didn't come in that, but I wouldn't be surprised if he had some things going on in the back anyway. Because sure. what else could he be doing? You know, the only thing he's doing is commentating whenever Willa Uter or somebody is in a match, and that's it. Um, he doesn't even walk down to the ring anymore. So, uh, which anyway, I just don't understand. Yeah, me either. You know, he's at the, yeah, he's, at, he's at that he's at that crowded table comment, uh, commentary table. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee will be going against Tony Nese and Josh Woods. I'm sorry for not knowing who Josh Woods is. They've said they've they've kind of explained him a few times, but um, man, I just don't know him and don't care because like they're not helping me. Like, where is he from? Why is he here? You know, it should be somebody in AEW, and I don't think this guy is all elite though. So again, I apologize, but I don't get it. And AEW's got to stop doing this stuff. That's a that's a match on Rampage though. Uh, the Ring of Honor champion Claudio will be going up against Takashi T- Takashita uh, Saturday night, Saturday fight night, Battle of the Belts two. Don't don't ask me why again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he could be going against easily. He could be going against somebody in AEW, but he's not. Uh, before we get out of here, briefly, Claudio won. 
I didn't agree with him winning that damn fast. Jonathan Gresham, he lost his Ring of Honor title to Claudio. He had a terrible argument with Tony Khan in the back. Everybody heard it. They thought it was going to be, you know, like they thought he was actually going to knock Tony Khan out as how loud he was getting and how, you know, the profanity was getting so bad. Mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston said to somebody on a podcast here this past week that he it was something about Jonathan Gresham he didn't like anyway. It was just something about him. So, baby, and, and I think he was kind of like the hell with him. You know, if he's leaving, let him leave. I think he's gone. I hadn't heard anything else, but I think he's already gone. I mean, he asked to be released, and Tony Khan might have done that already. This was very weird, very strange. Telly Blanchard seems to be gone, too. And they just started to start a faction. I don't know what went wrong here. Terrence, do you have any knowledge to this or just I just want nah, to I don't have any knowledge. All I know is that, you know, pretty much what you just said, uh Gresham was upset with Tony Khan. I, and it seems like it was a communication thing. I think a lot of the ring of honor people are saying they're not they're not hearing from him uh yeah. enough. Yeah. And he just apparently snapped out. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much he did. He did. But I like where they were going with it. I like how it they were making it seem that he's just this technical wrestler who's one of the best in the world at it. You know, like, he will get you. No matter what you do, he will figure it out. And, you know, he's just going to outsmart you and out, you know, he's just going to beat you in the ring. And that's what he does. Slowly but surely, he is a technician in the ring. And I like where they were going with it. And he should have I got to say, when he came came here to Memphis, he was extremely nice. Uh, Not only did he put on a show here in Memphis, but he also uh, went to the training school and talked to a lot of the trainees and actually worked with them, if I'm not mistaken, so... You know, shouts out to him, man. He was good to the uh, to to the Memphis people when he came here. Okay, so now that says a lot to you. If he's that nice and everything, and for a man that nice and did those things that he didn't have to do in the city of Memphis, he didn't have to do that. No, that says a lot. Then what the hell? In order for that man to go off like he did, like I'm hearing, something went wrong, man. For him to snap out yeah. like that on Tony yeah, Khan, something went wrong. wrong. Tony Khan, look, he does things that makes me wonder sometimes, like, hey, man, what are you? Who are you? Are you Vince McMahon, your damn self? Why are you always trolling him? Are you him also? You know, I hope you're not a hypocrite. And then he also does things where it's like, okay, Tony, you get it. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. So, I, I and I'm not trying to make this a racial thing. I think there's just some people he values more than others, regardless yeah. of who they are or what, you know, the color of their skin may be. But, um I'm sorry, man. It just Scorpio Sky did get the title for a little minute. I still don't think he handled it completely right, but he did give him a belt. Jade is still the champion. I'll give him that. But then it's sometimes you see things to where it's like, uh, now we kind of see what's what Big Swole was talking about. You know? Yeah. Um, so again, Jonathan Gresham, for you to say those nice things about him, you, you know, something had to go wrong in order for a, a, a nice guy to just snap out like that. You know, and again, those are the those are the last people you want to push the buttons on because when they snap, now they're gonna snap out. They, they, they come real hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. They, it, it's only so they can only be pushed so so much so much further. So that that's what happened. I don't know. We'll get more information on that, but I think he may be gone already from AEW, and it's sad to say because like Ring of Honor hadn't even got the TV deal yet. I wanted to see that. I wanted him to be the king of Ring of Honor for a minute at least before he lost the belt. Claudio didn't have to get a title that damn quick. Uh, but anyway, it is what it is. I understand, Tony, but damn it, you got to stop doing that. Beating us in the head with it every time somebody from WWE comes into AEW and you're trying to prove a point and you say, hey, take that, Vince. This is what you never did. I made him a yeah. champion immediately. Man, who cares? I mean, I'm not saying he 
isn't a champion in my book, and I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying I could care less. I didn't even care for the signing. Um, again, once again, this makes MJF look right. Some of the things that he said about TK, uh, that's all I really, I pretty much got. Uh, again, Rampage will be live. Um, Jay will make an appearance, giving it an open challenge to a TBS title. Oh no, that will be next Wednesday. I'm sorry, but but Rampage will be live on Friday. Uh, they were in Ohio State uh, University tonight, and mm-hmm. now I think Friday they will be in. I want to say that's Michigan. Did they say? Uh, they're not going to be where they were on Rampage. I mean, on Dynamite, but they are going to be live. And then I think that's that. Well, I know why because they'll do Rampage and then they'll tape. Battle of the Belts right after that immediately. Mm-hmm. Battle of the Belts 3, I believe that is. So, um, Moxley and Jericho. That's how it's going to end. Jericho won the main event. Um, what a surprise. Where are they going to go with this interim? Do you think this is what I was going to say about 10 minutes ago before I got the rambling and, and, and saying stuff that I forgot to say earlier? Shout out to Tony Khan for getting some help in the back. But is Jericho punk? Are they setting up Jericho Punk, best in the world, who's really the best in the world again, even though I don't know who wants to see that these days, but is this going to be some kind of old WrestleMania rematch from those two when he comes back? Or is Moxley going to still beat Jericho and um, they're still going to do Moxley and Punk? I think Punk is coming back for All Out, maybe. Then again, maybe not. His foot is still in the boot, to be honest with you. But he says it's basically in a boot mainly just because he just wants people to know, hey, my foot still hurts. You know, so don't step on it. Don't come near it. Um, I don't think he has to be in it, though, when he's out and about. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think he's coming back. Kenny Omega, rumors that he's coming back. Fight Forever, uh, the AEW game. Forgot to mention mm-hmm. that, though. That's coming. Are you going to purchase that, T? I plan on it. Okay. It will, it'll be I, very, I very much like what I saw from it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I do plan on it. And THQ, uh is affiliated with that game. They done it. Yeah, they were very yep. good back in the old, in the, uh, in the early SmackDown versus Raw Absolutely. days. Yes, they were. No mercy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think that game is coming out. It was supposed to be September, but I think it's now December thirty first. Uh, is what they're saying, maybe. But um, it's it's it, it's it's coming out. It's more arcade style, but they've got so many matches, so many match styles. I mean, you know how yep, AEW a does lot, so a, lot, a lot of weapons. It seems like it's going to be a good fun game to play that they're not you know trying to give it the serious aspect that 2k gives their games uh this is not supposed to be like it's not supposed to be arcade but it's not you know total simulation either right uh so it's just you know a very enjoyable game right right couldn't agree more okay so again uh do you think they're gonna do jericho and punk or no you think this no i think it's gonna be uh uh, moxley and uh, uh punk so why is jericho pushing so hard to get into this match just another main event, or what? Just, to, just, to, just to get them to that, to back to uh, Punk. I think, I, just, just to give Moxley a credible opponent. Okay, okay. Oh. Drivers, I hope that's all it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Just, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of who's missing here. Who's missing here that we hadn't saw in a while. Sammy Guevara needs to be on TV more as well. Um, don't really know what's going on with that. Uh, I, I guess, I guess. Well, I guess they showed us here. Him and Ty Conte really are in Paris, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, but uh, Paris eating, eating grapes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, I like what they're doing. But they just need to be on TV more. I think they're. I think some people like it, and some people are like, no. But I get, I think they're trying to do Edge and Leader, but it's just something missing. Um, yeah. And I think it's because Ty Conti needs to just 
something's missing. Lita was good. Damn it, Lita was good. And it's something Ty Conti yeah. is missing. And I mean, we love seeing her now. Don't get me wrong. But but Ty Conti is just is something missing. And she she's she's better than Anna Jay. You know what I'm saying? As far as the mic and all of that, but it's just something still missing. But I, if they can get them on TV more, practice makes perfect, and they can get it. I get where they're going though. But anyway, that's it. Uh, it was it, we had a long show. Apologize, but there was just so much we need to catch up on from SummerSlam to Raw to Dynamite, and um, but we covered about ten hours of wrestling, you know, in one. So I mean, yeah. that's not that bad. I mean, because yeah, though it's three hour, three hours SummerSlam, three hour Raw. Two hour dynamite, yeah. That's exactly ten hours. So um here we go. Or eight hours. So here we go. That's it. And uh I think that's everything that we've covered. I, I can't think of anything else other than Madison Rain was hired as a coach. I, I said that already. And a few mm-hmm. people backstage that was hired to help t- him out. These are the things that Tony Khan has to do because Triple H is a tr- is really about to try to kick AEW's ass. He might not say it out loud, but he called him a piss and company. Right as they were about to get started, he meant that shit. And so I'm telling you right now, he's going to do everything he can to take them out. Tony Khan did come out today and and, and admit that he that he understands that there will be some AEW wrestlers going back to WWE now that there's been a change, you know, in, you know, who's in charge of creative. So he's giving Triple H his props. I guess it's just, you know, he just has this little thing with Vince that he likes to tap him every now and then. But uh right. He did try to explain what he meant by that, and he said it was he didn't mean any harm by it. But I mean, his 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 his, his reasoning for it really was, you know. I think I think Tony needs to do what Buff Bagwell did: pay somebody to run his Twitter, put their phone down. Man, you show right, right. Hey, he should maybe he should get Bagwell to do it. <laughs> maybe so. Yeah, put that phone down, Tony. You're right. He definitely should. He definitely. He tweets should. too much, and yeah. uh, and he seems to come off to me as a little bit stubborn sometimes. Yeah. Put that phone down. Yep, yep. Couldn't agree with couldn't agree with that more. And uh man, where is MJF? I'm gonna well, I'm, I'm we're done, but that just where is MJF? We <laughs> we 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 really need to see him at some point here. I don't know what's going on. Uh, is he gone? Is he is he is, is he gonna stay away until his contract ends in twenty twenty four and then go to WWE? Does WWE even want him? Was that Vince that was wanting him? And Triple H doesn't see him see him as nothing but an AEW reject. Or or was he the one saying, man, we need to go for him? I don't know who wants who, but um, I know Paul Heyman is very fond of MJF, and Paul Heyman yeah, is still the, in the WWE. The bad part about that, Jarvis, you know, the, the last episode we had, I was mentioning that WWE should trade, you know, for trade Sasha Banks for yeah uh, MJF, but yeah. WWE has, has apparently handled business and and, and got Sasha Banks back. Wouldn't be surprised if we see her and Naomi on Friday. Uh, MJF, we haven't seen him or heard from him. Heard. They haven't said anything about him. I heard them mention him one time. That's it. Yeah, that's right. That's probably what we should have led the show with. A, I mean, uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Forgot all about that, and we we had just talked about it, T. But yeah, that's right. I know everybody probably knows, but yeah, yeah. The rumors are that uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks are back with a uh, with, with WWE. And that happened immediately after trip after Triple H was in charge. Everybody's just comfortable with him being there. Uh, I know people like Athena has came out on podcasts and said if, it, if Triple H was in charge, I'd have never left, you know. So, uh, but hey, it is what it is, and uh, she'll probably be one of the first to go back, you know, to WWE as Ember Moon. Uh, but I don't know how long she signed for AEW, and uh, it's about time they get her back on TV as well because we hadn't saw her and Chris Statlander in a few weeks. 
Uh, yeah. So again, though, yeah, that's it. Sasha Banks and Naomi, that's going to be one hell of a pop. Or do you think not? Are they coming back as heels, or how are they going to bring it them back? It won't, it won't matter. The crowd reaction is going to be out, out of this, just out of this world. Okay, okay. So, so you don't think there's no bad blood with some of these fans who just take things too serious? No, man. I think I think for the most part, from at least from Twitter, the fans were very much in support of it. Okay. There were there were a few in there that said, "Hey, they should have showed up to under their contracts and yeah. do their jobs," but most people were in support of them. And I think that the collective effort is that most people were just fed up with what this was doing. Right. And you say you think that you could see them as early as Friday night on SmackDown? I wouldn't be surprised. Ooh-wee. Because there's so much of a buzz on Raw. And, you know, Fox is going to be like, listen, where's our two million viewers? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. You sure right about that. You're right about that. And And I wouldn't be surprised if they announced it. Yep, and they better stop putting Roman on on Raw too. I know USA wants some ratings, but Fox has kind of been very clear that we're not too fond of you know your SmackDown wrestlers being on Raw. You know they need to be on Friday nights. I, I, Friday I, I nights totally on. get that. Yeah, yeah. Fox Fox is not playing now. Uh, so yeah, Sasha Banks probably will be back on Friday night. Hey, well that goes so much for my Britt Baker versus Sasha Banks uh, dream match. We um, almost had it. We almost had it. Dang. But uh, again, hey. Shout out to Triple Dub, man. I mean, Triple H. He got another dub, though. That's, I'm going to start calling him Triple Dub, man. And if anybody gives a damn, Terrence was in Nashville the same night of SummerSlam, but Ric Flair was also there as well, and he had oh, a, a final. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> he had a final match uh, with his son-in-law, Andre Andrade El Indolo, however you say that. That's his son-in-law. And um, I wonder what Charlotte is these days. And they went against who? Jay Lethal and uh And Jeff Jarrett. And I just and gotta Jeff say Jarrett. this. Kudos to Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett might be in the best shape of his life at fifty three, I think. Fifty three? Okay. Something like that. He's in his fifties for sure. He might be fifty five. Okay. But Jeff Jarrett Jeff Jarrett looks great. Okay. And okay. I just like to give people the shout outs when they take care of themselves, especially as you get older, because we all know it gets a little diff- more difficult Man. the older you get. Yeah, I did see him with the referee shirt on or whatever uh, during that tag team match with the Usos and everybody. Yeah, I did I did see him for a brief moment when I was scrolling through the fights and everything. But, yeah, he is. Yeah, from what I saw, he still got the guns and everything out. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> definitely does still look good for his age. I didn't know how old he was, but I'm like, hell, I know he's older. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so what did he do? He left SummerSlam and went right to wherever the the. Um, uh, well, the, Rick Flair's last match, match was, was that Sunday. Oh, it was Sunday. I'm sorry. Gotcha. It was Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty much. All. I just wanted to just state that. Uh, I don't really give a damn about Rick Flair these days anymore, to be honest with you. But I always thought he was the best, the goat. I, he still is. I just learned how to separate the art from the artist, and uh, but after that. After the things that I've heard Teddy Long say from back in the day, uh, in the old WCW NWA days, and you know the the infamous plane ride, uh, what was, yep. what's it called again? Plane ride from hell. The plane ride from hell. Just anybody that still just says things, good things about Ric Flair, man. They they just come on, man. I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it. funny how we all forgot about that episode when we're all clamoring to see this seventy-three year old man go out and just, you know, I. Yeah, and, I, I I don't want to crap on it too bad, but uh, we got to do better. 
Yeah, yeah. And 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 Brian Danielson, you know, hey, he came right out and said, hey, you know, I still love Vince McMahon regardless of the things that he's done. Like some stuff you just need to just know when not to say it out loud. Now he he did. You know, if if Ric Flair was his perfect model citizen, mm-hmm. I still don't want to see a 73-year-old man go out there and seems to be making his very biggest attempt to die in the ring. I don't want to be a part of that. Right. And right. Ric Flair has already said there's two ways that he'll die that's in the ring or on top of a bad blonde that mm. came out of Ric Flair's mouth. Oh. I'm not going to spend my money in support of Ric Flair trying to kill himself in the ring. I don't want to see it, and I hate that everybody clamored on it and spent their money on it. I really hate that. Yeah. Especially when it's somebody who clearly needs money because he's gone through 18 divorces. Yeah. Is it really 18? No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. Wow. It's okay. like five. Okay, but that's still a lot. Yeah, and he does need money, which is why I don't understand why people like the Migos would actually buy him a house, you know, or buy him a – they actually bought him a house, you know, like put him in videos, put him in a house. You know, that's drip, drip for a drip. Yeah, man, that's ridiculous, man. And, I mean, like the people that did it, those are the main ones that he, like, crapped on for years back in the day, you know, like – Come on, man. I don't think that changed as he got older. <laughs> I really don't. Right. But, again, right. you know, he wrestled that match. I think he has a pacemaker on his heart. And so, yeah, he definitely is trying to kill himself, evidently. But, hey. Yeah, and apparently and somebody was telling me that, that when the time he almost died, like there's this big incision that they had to cut him basically from his pelvis all the way up to, like, up to near his neck or something. So, it's this big incision, which is also why he had a shirt on, thank goodness. Uh, apparently, he had a suicide dive plan. And Charlotte nixed it. And it's just like, this is not necessary. What the hell? Yeah, this is not necessary. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, this is the guy who was jet flying, limousine riding, and all that other stuff. You know the rest. Uh, yeah. and, and and now he's trying to commit suicide. I guess at some point in his life he done that. He tried commit attempted to do that because hey, uh, he's not limousine riding anymore. <laughs> no man, you know? that limousine ain't, ain't moving. Hey man, that's how it is when you go from sugar to you know what. And uh, yeah, again, man, look, the best that did it, promos, everything. He was the man. But again, like I just heard a lot of horrible things about him as uh, as the years went on along the way, and I was like, dang. Damn, not you, Ric Flair, you know. And a lot of people felt the same way about Hulk Hogan. People grew up, I never liked Hulk Hogan, but a lot of people did. And so they felt some type of way, too, when they heard him in those conversations talking about uh, the, the, the 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 guy that, the producer that uh, his daughter Brooke was dating and, and, th- and things like that. I'm sure you remember that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just want a lot, of, a lot of my brothers to know there's a lot of white men that feel that way about you, about their daughters. Don't be surprised. That's right. That is right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we've got. This has been the Great Debate Show. We apologize for going so long, but we covered it all. We, we, we're back caught up. And Thursdays, we need to do Thursday, 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 so we can stay on top. Uh, Raw and Dynamite. This is the best wrestling we're about to get once all these people come back from injuries, from the Cody Rhodes and the Randy Ortons, the CM Punks, and um, hell, there's plenty of people injured in AEW. But the main people, when they get back and – you know, like, I like where AEW has been going up until tonight's show, which was pretty good. They've been getting everybody on. I don't even know if Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee are the, are the titles. I mean, win the tag team titles if Adam Cole isn't out for three, four weeks. You know, I don't – who knows? So, like, right. just keep the creative going, and I hope people continue to watch because these are the things that he needs to see so he can know that, 
okay, well, they really they really did feed into this. We got to keep this going, you know. But if they look at it and it's like, oh, we didn't even get – we barely got 800,000 views on this on these couple of weeks here. We got to get – we got to get Adam Cole Bay Bay back. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, I can't wait till he goes back to NXT or WWE or whatever. I mean, he's great on the mic. But, damn, I'm sorry. He doesn't really do it for me. Uh, and, again – this is it. This is all we've got. Uh, AEW and WWE is going to get better. I know it now. And, and a, even Tony Khan has come to the to the realization that, hey, there's going to be flip-flopping going on. I, I get it. Yeah. You know, we're going to lose wrestlers to them, but they're going to lose wrestlers to us. It's just that I don't, wanna, I don't want it to get to a point to where we're watching WWE on TBS and we're watching AEW on USA, which I doubt that's going to happen because I don't think Triple H gives a – shit about any of those wrestlers i really don't except for the ones that he lost that's it but uh but we'll see we'll see uh tony khan where the hell is mjf and that's all i got we're out of here it is late (laughs) i know you all will be tuning in on a thursday morning we appreciate it follow download um we're available wherever you get your podcast until next week unless something unless something breaks some more news breaks we are out of here me, Terrence, and Nick will be back. T, you got anything else left? Hey, no, that's it, man. Appreciate you guys. Everybody stay safe, and we'll definitely see you soon. For sure, for sure. All right, we out. Peace.